Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Tune in as we share stories of triumph, resiliency, and healing. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamily Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hola, hola, hola. Before we get into this episode, I just want to remind you to go on my Instagram page at I am Beauty as Me for all of the latest and the greatest information. So now let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. I hope you guys are staying warm. I hope you guys are taking care of yourself, loading up on lots of echinacea, vitamin C, whatever it is that you feel you need to get your immune system boosted up, guys. In addition to practicing self-care, whether that's journaling, connecting with someone, whatever you need to do during this time where everything becomes quote unquote sad, seasonal affective disorder, that you are taking care of you. And I'm excited to bring another awesome guest who's really going to talk about manifesting, which um, a lot of us kind of struggle with because we think we manifest things and we're not really doing a good job. So I'm excited to have Kristen here. Kristen is a business mindset manifestation and energetics coach who empowers women to master the principles of manifestation so that they can create their dream life, business, income, and impact with more ease. Combining modalities such as NLP, somatic healing, energetics, and awakening practices, she supports women in integrating past traumas and embodying worthiness and abundance so calling in their desires becomes natural. While many manifestation mentors encourage people to manage their thoughts, Kristen takes the unique approach of guiding her clients into the body and back to their true nature of love, abundance, and joy, allowing them to manifest from a more relaxed energy that doesn't feel forced or fabricated. (laughs) Kristen, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here and to share this time with you. Yes, yes. So let's talk about, well, first of all, I always ask everyone, tell us your story. So tell us your story. How did you get here? How did you have like this aha click moment and say, listen, I need to teach people on these skills and it all starts with the body. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the long story is it all started when I was 19 years old and I dated I actually dated a psychopath who gaslit me and like caused so much trauma in my system. And then, you know, several years went by and I decided to start a business in the online space. And I originally started a business coming from this place of wanting to help people with their social media strategy and, you know, developing this success mindset. And as I started navigating my own business journey and also with the work I saw with clients, I was noticing that we could do everything right, right? Like we could have the perfect strategy. We could even have the perfect mindset. But if there was an underlying trauma running in the unconscious, it would be almost impossible to get the results we wanted in terms of success, fulfillment, growth, joy, expansion. And so I started to realize first within myself, and then it truly became my calling with clients that we we have so much wisdom in our bodies and we have the ability to attract everything we desire and everything we could possibly want in life. In fact, we're created perfectly for that purpose. 
And also the way our life is, the way our society is, the way our collective trauma is right now, some of us don't have access to that deeper wisdom in our body. And I certainly didn't until I went through a process of healing a lot of that trauma. But the beautiful thing about trauma is it leads to a deeper awareness when you're willing to start Mm. to process and move through it. And that's really what started to come through me as I, you know, reckoned with this really challenging period in my young adult life where at some points I, I even questioned my own sanity and I didn't like really understand what was going on. And at some points I thought I was crazy. And now the deeper awareness that's come through all of that is actually knowing my own truth and not just truth on like a material level, but a deeper spiritual truth. And it's been such a gift that's Mm. also opened up so much abundance in my business and life. I love it. So I just want to kind of really get into it. How does one's past trauma, because we were talking about trauma and your experiences, et cetera, but even with clients that you work with. So how does one's past trauma seep into all areas of one's life, creating sabotaging Mm -hmm. patterns? Yeah, well, the simplest explanation is, and you can take this from both the psychological perspective, but also the spiritual perspective, which is that we will reenact our trauma until we do the process of healing and learning from it. So we will Mm. create unconsciously, we will create situations that mimic whatever trauma we experienced. And so for me, it was very much this situation. (laughs) It's like kind of jumping and jolting. I'm like, (laughs) so for me, it was a situation in my business where even though I had, long been out of the relationship that had, you know, caused me to question my sanity and, you know, really affected me in a profound way. My business was starting to become this entity that caused me to question my sanity. And, you know, it it was this situation where no matter what I tried, nothing was working very much like it was in the relationship. And, you know, ultimately that was coming up for me in my business because I had never fully processed that trauma and learned what I needed to learn from that situation. And I hold the belief now, just based on my own personal experience, that those things don't just happen to us. And when we're in it, sometimes it can feel very much like it's happening to us and the world is against us and we have the worst luck in the world and we can really get into this victim mentality. But my higher perspective is this of the situation is that that happened for me. And of mm. course, I've done a lot of healing and had to reckon with it and a lot of forgiveness and emotional processing. But now I can look back on that and recognize if that had never happened, I would not have the depth of awareness that I have now. And more than that, the depth of peace that I have now. I love that you said that happened for me. It's really hard for trauma survivors to see that happened for me. And what is the beauty behind the pain that they've experienced, the trauma, right? I always talk about like purpose in pain and it's hard for you to figure it out because when you're in it, it feels horrible. You feel like you're in it by yourself. You feel like this is happening to you. And it's like when one thing happens, it's like you wake up in the morning you the alarm didn't go off so now you're late to work 
as you're packing your clo- your your lunch, let's just say you have it all nicely packed because you packed it the night before, you're rushing out the house, you forget your lunch bag. You get into the car, there's usually no traffic, all of a sudden there's like a two-car pileup. Next thing you know, you get to work, you have to get to a meeting, you have this presentation, now you're late, you're feeling embarrassed, you're feeling the shame, you're feeling all the frustration from the day, another thing that happens. Then it's like you you, you forget that you didn't bring your lunch, so now you're pissed off you didn't bring your lunch, and so now you have no mood. So it's like this this trickle-down effect, and as you go through your day, you're, you're thinking, why is this happening to me? As opposed to when we course correct and from what I'm hearing from you and just like the work is just taking a pause and an inventory at the moment where you already see one, two, okay, this is the third thing that's like kind of going sour. Let me take inventory. Let me breathe. And how do I then reprogram my day? How do I then just take the wheels and just do a U-turn and figure this out? And I, and I love how you said that because we focus so much on why is this happening to me? Like today was like the worst shitty day. I had this happen, this happened, this happened, this happened. As opposed to taking inventory and saying, wow, so this happened to me. And you know what was the lesson? I wasn't part of that two-car pileup. I wasn't yeah. part of that accident. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to, I felt like I just had to jump in and throw that in there because, um, well, we'll get, we'll get more into it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little too excited today. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. And, and I love that you connected us back. Like even in the midst of the chaos, there's that underlying lesson of gratitude. Yeah. Which I think, you know, I, I've heard some, some spiritual teachers say gratitude heals all wounds. And I think yeah. on a certain level, that's true. And, you know, this is not to bypass the fact that when you're in it, it effing sucks, right? Oh, like sucks. when you're yeah. actually in it, like the, I've been healing my trauma for a couple of years now. Now I feel like I've transcended it, the specific trauma at least. But when I was in the process of healing it, I was crying every day. I was pissed off. I very much felt like a victim. I very much felt like, you know, there was no purpose for me in this world and that my purpose was to suffer. And, you know, it can be so effing hard when you're in it. And so I don't want to like bypass that because when you are in it, hearing something like this, like gratitude solves all problems, your your mind's mm-hmm. going to be like, F that, you don't know my life, right? And so it's just this awareness of like, there's, there's a process. And when you're in mm-hmm. it, it's going to feel like, fuck gratitude. It's going to feel like, fuck this spiritual shit. It's going to feel like (laughs) suffering is my only purpose. But then there's this moment where it's like the pain becomes too much. And that's exactly what happened for me. It was like the pain became too much and continuing to cling to my pain story, my trauma became too much. And so what was left? Forget sabotaging patterns. Well, that also. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, forgiveness, of course, but then it also left you in that pain, like these sabotaging patterns. It's like you kept yeah. cursing, you kept being upset, you kept being frustrated. And and as you mentioned, like it impacted your business because you were in this in this mindset. And so it, it in an essence, it kind of took you and others and, and others in, in like this trajectory of self-sabotaging. Absolutely. And that's that's kind of what I was referring to when like the pain became too much. It's like 
we have an opportunity to forgive and forget and transcend and, and grow from traumatic experiences. And if we don't, the universe will find a way to make it so unbearable in our life that eventually we surrender because there's no other option. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was definitely me. Like I was, I was like, no, I'm going to figure it out. No, like I'm going to get through it. And then at, at some point it was like, oh, this is completely out of my control. This is something I can no longer try to force. The only thing left is surrender. And from that surrender came the growth. Oh, I love that. From the surrender came the growth. Oh. So how does one's manifest, how does a person manifest or believe in manifestation as a survivor? Because again, as we talked about this long train of things that have happened to me, this mindset, these sabotaging patterns, and then how does one even think like, I can manifest this dream job. I can manifest this home. I can manifest this relationship. I can manifest that this will be my quarter one income or like my, my business is going to bloom this way because I've been so stuck in this space that how do I even see like where I want to go? I've heard about manifestation. I'm speaking in third person. However, yeah. how do I even get there? Yeah. Well, something I think that is helpful, but also maybe for some people triggering is recognizing that manifestation is happening all the time, whether you're aware of it or not. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're always putting intentions out there, whether consciously or unconsciously, whether from our higher self or from our trauma, right. Cause we can totally manifest from our trauma, but it's all always happening. And so that's why the story you described of getting up late, losing your lunch, being pissed off all day, that's why things can go from bad to worse, because mm. if you're coming from that traumatized victim mindset, which is not your fault, right? Like it's not your right. fault that you're there, but if that right. is where you're coming from, then of course it's going to go from bad to worse because manifestation mm. is always occurring. So that is why like healing your trauma and finding the lesson and feeling the gratitude and the forgiveness for that experience in whatever timeline you need is so powerful for manifestation because then you stop reverting to that mindset where things go from bad to worse. Then mm -hmm. you start to be able to shift into this deeper aware awareness of, okay, that did happen for me so that I could see how being in a victim mindset, even though this experience, I didn't ask for this experience, but this experience did teach me that being in a victim mindset only created more chaos in my life. And so I can take that lesson and recognize, okay, I didn't ask for that trauma, but it did happen. What can I learn from it? How can I grow? And ultimately, what do I want my life to look like from now on? Do I want to cling to this story of what this trauma created within me, that I'm a victim, that bad things always happen to me? Or do I truly want to start improving my life? And it's recognizing yeah. that everyone has the power to do that. And of course, we all have different capacities for leaning into that at different times during our healing journey. But we have to start to recognize that trauma was not there to repeat for the rest of our life. Trauma mm -hmm. was there for us to grow and learn. Yes. And as we grow and learn, good things and better things get to start happening for us. I love it. So share with us tools on how do we manifest like let, let let's get into it right yeah. now 
because if I share my manifestation, I want to be an international speaker. I want to be on mm-hmm. the stages all over the world. I want to travel. I want to be on these nice, beautiful airplanes and flights and travel and view the country. Mm-hmm. So that's what <laughs> get to put our dream goals into play. Come on, help a sister out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So the first thing, which is beautiful, is that you have clarity, right? You know what you want. And Mm -hmm. that's really step one, which a lot of people get kind of like frustrated by that. Like, well, okay, I don't know what I want or I want everything or how am I supposed to know what I want? Or if I say that I want that, then I put it out there and then I have to actually be beholden to that and like make shit happen, right? So there can be a lot of stuff that comes up around simply having the clarity about what you want. But that is Mm -hmm. step one. So you have to figure out what you want. And then I think the other important piece of that is why. Why do you want it? And the biggest, like most high vibrational lens to look through is why do I want this for the highest good of the world? Mm. Oh, I know why I want it. I know why I want it. I, I, I was placed on this earth in order to help heal through my business as being a therapist and everything. And I've been gifted tools and I've been... I'm going to say gifted trauma experiences in order to speak from the personal experience. Yes. Yeah. So you, you have centered (laughs) into that why that is so much bigger than you and also so much bigger than your trauma, so much bigger than your ego, right? You've centered into that bigger soul purpose. Why? And so when you're coming from that space, now it's like, there's this this larger energy of possibility and potentiality because you're not just playing in the realm of the ego that wants money and attention, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have to start from that bigger why. And if you're not there yet as a listener, start looking for that. What is the bigger why? And something I ask my clients when they're trying to figure this out, it's like, if you already had the millions or trillions of dollars and followers or whatever it is you want, if you already had everything, why would you still keep doing this thing, right? Like what's the purpose that's so much bigger than money, so much bigger than attention, so much bigger than notoriety or whatever it is that the ego wants? What is that much bigger why that would keep you doing this path no matter what? So that's the biggest in the world. There's beauty, there's inner beauty in everyone. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So once you have the what and the why, then it becomes playing in that energy and being the person who would naturally attract that moment by moment by moment. And a lot of people teach to develop a mindset around this, right? Like affirmations and hypnosis. And these tools are very powerful, But what I found and what I really practice and teach my clients to experience is this ability to remain in this energy of the bigger why day Mm. in and day out, moment by moment, instead of micromanaging your thoughts, right? Mm. Tell us. Yeah. So our true nature, like what humans actually are, is this full expression of unconditional love, infinite abundance joy, gratitude, right? Like that is our truest nature. Buddhist monks, this is where they land, right? People who meditate for hours and hours and hours, this is where they land in this 
expression of love, this expression of abundance, this expression of joy, this expression of detachment, right? Being able to live in the present moment without judging the present moment or trying to force and make things happen, right? So as we gain more access to our true nature, right, which is innate to all of us, it's not special to Buddhist monks. It's not special to someone who meditates 10 hours a day, right? We all have the ability to access this. So as we access this, we just naturally start to become a match for whatever that bigger soul purpose is, because that's the version of us that this desire is coming from. So instead of focusing so much on like, oh, what am I thinking? Is this in line with this thing that I want? We're actually transcending the thinking mind altogether. And we're going straight to the source. Mm. So if, if let, let me see, make sure I'm, I'm catching what you're saying. So yeah. we've mastered the, the beginning, but the, the biggest piece that can make or break the manifestation is whether you stay in the dream or not is that what i'm hearing so like if i like for i'll 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 use myself as an example if i every day walk talk breathe and present myself as an international speaker i'm putting i'm connecting that to me as opposed to i've got my why i've got my purpose it's not ego-centered but then you know how those underlying little gremlins of trauma like to come and keep creeping? So today might not be a good day for me. Today I might not be in the mood and today I feel like as the international speaking, I want to be an introvert because this world is going to kapla. <laughs> so it's fighting from what I, I, I think what I'm gathering is that it's kind of fighting some of those things and trying to remain yourself in that space. Is that correct? Yes and no, because I don't really see okay. it as a fight, right? Because oh, like okay. the, even okay. the fight. Well, I love the correction. <laughs> yeah. So even the fight, that's even coming from the ego who's coming from trauma, right? Even the fight, mm. that's coming from the version of us who doesn't think we're worthy of it, right? Okay. The fight is like, oh, I have Ooh, to do something it. or I have to force something in order to be worthy of this. Right. Oh, you need it. Order to be, you need it. Yeah. In order to be that lucky, yeah. right. To be that lucky yeah. one, I have to force myself to be something that I'm not. Right. And how Ooh. exhausting is that? Right. Oh, you named it. You named it. It's, it's like that battle of what people internalize feelings, those shame lies of like the worthiness. Yeah. And so what I'm pointing to, right? So what I'm pointing to, and it's more of like a direct knowing thing, right? Mm -hmm. It comes from our body, from our somatic system. What I'm pointing to is that you actually don't have to fight anything to become a match Mm -hmm. for these things that you want. They were always meant for you. And the more you can relax into knowing that they were always meant for you, and knowing that they're coming anyway, and knowing that, yeah, sometimes things are gonna look chaotic because there's things we have Mm -hmm. to grow through in life to be at the highest level of our potential, right? So yeah, sometimes there's gonna be obstacles that are gonna take hard work or are gonna take creative thinking or innovation to move through. But the outcome was already guaranteed. The moment we thought of the desire, the outcome was already guaranteed. Mm. 
And so the Mm. more we can surrender into that trust and that knowing that it's already coming no matter what. And I don't have to become something I'm not to Mm. receive that or be worthy of that. What I actually need to do is to trust that I'm already good enough and just keep walking the path. I love it. Trusting you're good enough, knowing your worth, knowing the why, letting ego step all the way to the side, knowing the what. This this is the trick, guys. This is the trick because what you're teaching is so important. Because people will look, they will sit there and watch a YouTube video and listen to, you know, whatever music for manifestation. And they're just like, "Mm, I want my house, I want my house, I want my house, I want my house, I want, (laughs) or I want this, or I want this, or I want this, I want this. Um, And if you don't get it, then you feel like that discouragement, but you haven't done the root work. And I think what you're Mm -hmm. presenting is that root work to get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the root work of- (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So it's it's the root work of being able to hold the vision even when there's still evidence that it's not working, right? It's the yep. root work of knowing you're worthy of it even when the ego mind comes in and says, "Well, this person's prettier than you or this person has more money than you. Like why on earth should you receive that?" It's the root work yeah. of having this deep inner knowing and faith that nothing can keep you from what you desire except for yourself. And that's not meant to be scary or something to worry about, but it's something to free you, right? Mm. Because if you can rest in that knowing that your desires are meant for you and then just keep moving forward on the path that is naturally unfolding for you because you've stated what you want, then you will end up where you want to be. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness, guys. Krista has dropped some amazing gems. And I just want to put in a side note on her story yesterday. Um, you had posted even some successes from some of your clients and just wanting to make extra money or have um, extra money by the season. And they've been able to do it with the tools and tips that you have provided. So guys, Krista knows the walk. She's talking the talk. She knows you gotta. You have to definitely follow. So before we end, can you give the listeners any other tools or tips that they can kind of take away? Mm. Any other tools or tips that they can take away? I'm just letting it come through. One second. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think the biggest tool is trusting the present moment, right? Mm. And this has been a huge lesson for me over this past year, actually, because whenever we're so focused on, will it happen? Won't it? Right. We're focused on the future. Whenever we're reflecting back and we're saying, Oh, well, it didn't work this time. So why should it work this Mm -hmm. next time? We're focused on the past. And in reality, those, those paradigms don't exist future and past don't actually exist except in the mind. The only moment that truly Mm. exists ever in like the entire universe is now. Mm. Right. And when you were, when you were in the past, it was still now. When you were thinking of the past, it's still now. When you're in the future, it will be now. When you're Mm. thinking of the future, you're thinking of the future in the now. So there is no other time other than now. And the more you can center into the present moment, 
and stop getting trapped in the fixation of past or future, the more aligned you become with your desires because now you're alert. You're alert to what is right in front of you. And the universe is constantly giving you gifts, insights, lessons, shortcuts, different ways you can navigate a situation. But if you're stuck in the worry of past or future, then you're missing those gifts. So becoming more present as a practice will make you a better manifester because you'll be alert to the most direct and easy path to your desires. I love it. Oh my goodness. Kristen, tell people where they can find you. Yes. So I'm at Kristen.Cipriano on Instagram. That is my main social media platform. I'm KristenCipriano.com. And then I have my own podcast, the Soul Expansion Podcast. We are launching season two in 2023, but there's already 80 episodes to binge listen to. So (laughs) give us, give us, check us out on the podcast. And I would love to hear from you on Instagram if you listen to this episode and just hear your feedback. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kristen, for being here, for dropping these amazing tools. And of course, I had to plug in my own selfish stuff. (laughs) But guys, it was an example for you to see the who, what, when, where, why, and the present. So um, it wasn't only my side plug, and it was for you guys, too. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just remembered, I have a free meditation for you guys. So if you go to futureselfmeditation.com, I actually created a 17, 18 minute meditation that helps you align with your desires. And I actually give you some journal prompts in your inbox before you do the meditation so you can get clear on the who, what, when, where, and why. Um, And, you know, the intention behind the meditation is to put you in the energy of it. And then you set it aside and go about your day. Right. And then you set it aside and live in the present moment, just like we talked about on this episode. So that's futureselfmeditation.com if you're interested. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Kristen, for being here and for all of these extra gems. Guys, you got a meditation as well. So go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeauteousme.com or on Instagram at iambeauteousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag beauteousmepodcast for your feedback.